everybody. Welcome back to a, another episode of Fandom Nation. This is the second podcast, and pretty much just like last time, we're just going to get into it. So let's cover Hawkeye episode three. Now it is Wednesday, and I haven't been able to watch the fourth episode just yet. Hopefully tomorrow. Got some plans, but let's go over episode three. Um, to start off, let's just be honest. Maya was a complete badass. Now I know from what everyone's telling me, she is a character named Echo. Um, I'm going to be the first to call myself out. I have no idea who Echo is, but she's going to be phenomenal. I think finally the show is picking up exactly of what I was hoping it would do. The first two episodes, as I said in the last podcast, were very, very dull to me. They dragged on. I wasn't really entertained and I wasn't really caring about the storyline at all. And thankfully they kind of did it justice with episode three. There was a lot of humor, there was a lot of action, um, and there was a lot of nods to past Marvel stuff. So just to get into it, uh, really it's off to the races. Like I said, action, comedy, adventure, um, one of the things I really loved was just the even like the trick arrows made the whole episode more enjoyable. Just seeing how for the first time we've seen Hawkeye in over six different stories in the MCU. And now finally he's even being able to show us the different types of arrows that he can utilize, um, especially that very end that um, pin particle that they use. I was just like, okay, this is awesome. They could have used it before. He could have used it in Civil War, whatever. It was just small nods like that make the show a lot more enjoyable. I don't know about y'all, but that episode felt short. Now, that's a good thing, at least to me, because if an episode is short, that means that you enjoyed it a lot. So let's keep that pace going, and hopefully it will. I'm excited. Now, I can actually say I'm excited to watch the next episode, unlike uh, last week. Um, another small thing that I loved about the episode was the nod to the Hawkeye costume, the original Hawkeye costume where there's a big H on his forehead. He's completely wearing that, you know, that vibrant purple and it just looks so dorky, but it's from the older comics and it's about time we got a nod to that in the MCU. What I love about, uh, what they do in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is when the heroes get towards the very end of their story, their outfits tend to represent um, their most known uniform in the comic books, for example. Um, yes, Iron Man, you know, he's a little bit different. He had the nanotech, so the yellow and the gold uh, and, the, and the red and the maroon, it was all kind of meshed into that kind of shiny look, so I get it, but when you look at Captain America in Endgame, he had the scales and he had um you know just that look that you know captain america for having there was a nod to his original look same goes for even the black widow uh standalone film at the very end she finally had not a shield uniform like she wore in iron man 2 or in avengers or go any of those uh movies she finally had the black widow outfit that we have seen from the comics which is really fun so I don't think we're going to get a Hawkeye in some vibrant purple. I just don't see that happening, but I'm excited that they got to at least showcase, hey, this is what you could look like and how he described himself as, I'm not trying to be known, I'm not trying to be seen. So it was, I don't know, it was just, I I enjoyed that a lot. It's the small things that kind of paint the bigger picture for me of how I would go about an episode. Um, The episode ends with, you know, Jack with the Ronin sword and he's holding it at Clinton's throat. But before we get to that very end, the most meaningful and emotional part of the whole episode, to me at least, was um, Kate assisting Clint over the phone talking to his son. Um, As we know, over the years from different explosions and getting hit in the head to 
more explosions. Uh, Clint's needed a hearing aid over the years because um, he's had so much damage to him, um, his ears. So when he calls his son or his son calls him, we don't really see how that happens. Um, he needs help hearing him because uh, his he, uh, his hearing aid is broken. So Kate holds up a, I think it was a chalkboard or dry erase board, whatever it was, or a notepad, right? It was a notepad. And writing down what his son is saying. And you can see that like even a hero needs assistance at times. And I think seeing him at a, um, a at a st- at a point where he needs help over something that a lot of us take for granted, it just kind of hit me to where I'm like, it really made him more human. And obviously, I don't mean in the aspect of superpowers and stuff, just more relatable to maybe someone we know or or an elderly person that we know. So I just really liked that aspect of uh, the show, and I hope they continue doing that going forward. Uh, but back to what I was saying, it ends with Jack with the Ronin sword at Clint's throat. And as we all knew, after Kate fenced with Jack, that clearly he is something else. Um, again, I will never claim that I know something that I don't. So I have no idea who Jack is. I have no idea who her mom is. I don't know the Hawkeye uh, realm at all. So I am just enjoying this show for what it is. And I'm excited to see where they go with it. But I'm really hoping that Jack and and Kate's mom are not um, this bigger villain that we're going to continue to see. I hope it's just for the show. Um, although I did hear uh, that there is going to be some character from a post credit scene from one of the MCU movies that we see in uh, today's episode. Haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to assume it's Val or it's going to be Yolanda. I mean, (laughs) it's going to be hard if it's not Yolanda just because clearly they were setting that up, but we'll see what happens. But more importantly, uh, like I said, episode three was a lot of fun. Uh, To me, there wasn't much to it. It was just bringing that classic Marvel excitement back and adventure and uh, comedy, and that's exactly what I wanted to see out of this. It's really simplistic. So that's kind of my take on the episode. If I had to give it one out of 10, I'd definitely give it a solid eight. It was enjoyable. It wasn't perfect, but it, but damn, did it feel good to see Hawkeye back in action and having fun. Uh, Marvel news. Now this week was actually a huge week for Marvel news. I mean, day after day after day, there was something new uh, to start off, which everyone is excited about. Uh, Kevin Feige said that Daredevil is officially going to be in the MCU at some point, and not only that, but it's going to be Charlie Cox, and as you all know, he is the actor who portrayed Daredevil in the Netflix show, so it's just really awesome to see that there is a a fan base that's strong enough and passionate enough to talk about an actor and how they want him to continue that role and how Kevin Feige actually listens and will bring him in. And he has announced that it will be Charlie Cox. So that's awesome. As well as uh, his co uh, his co-star Vincent, I keep blanking on his last name. He plays Kingpin on the show. He gave him a shout out saying that's awesome. And for those of you who are daredevil fans, People have been rooting for Vincent to come back as Kingpin just as much as Charlie Cox's Daredevil, so I can almost guarantee you that we will see both of them in our MCU. And I, it's just it's so refreshing to see that we're filling up this roster of not only characters that we love, but it's characters that we have already grown a connection with without them altering it. You know, it's not like they brought back Andrew Garfield for 
Spider-Man and Civil War or Tobey Maguire. They did start fresh, but with what people love and they can still work with, they found a way to bring it back. So it is just so cool that they're doing that. I love it. And I hope they continue, especially with uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I know last uh, week's episode, I talked about Old Man Logan. It'd be really cool if they could incorporate that into the MCU. You never know with the variants now that Spider-Man and the whole multiverse and all that fun stuff is happening. So we'll just have to see. Um, other news, Colby Smulders, who plays Maria Hill in Avengers, as you guys know, the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. operative, um, is reprising her role with Samuel L. Jackson as nick fury so it is just going to be really fun to see that duo work together again we didn't see a lot of them of the interaction with them other than the first avengers that's primarily where we really see her best scenes and then of course uh towards the end of uh captain marvel where they're in the car and they're talking and then it turns out it scrolls it's going to be really fun to see those two interact i think they have great chemistry and honestly i could watch samuel jackson just about anything so i'm excited for secret invasion and then last but not least about two days ago um no shock to anyone with how awesome it was they announced that shang chi is getting a sequel and that it's in the works so I mean, it's not news because we all kind of assumed that was happening, but it's just nice to hear that, okay, it's only been three months since the movie's out or four months, and now we're already trying to figure out and getting pen and paper and trying to write down the second story, if not already just figuring out the smaller details so they can start production. So that's cool. And then the biggest thing, so I apologize, it wasn't just Daredevil. I would actually go as far as to say this is the bigger excitement of the week is the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer. And not only was it just the trailer released, but they gave us a little something extra where it said part one, which I think is really, really cool. Um, I don't think anyone really expected it to be a part one. I knew we all knew we were getting a sequel, but we had absolutely no idea it was going to be a two-part session. I love Oscar Isaac. Uh, he's coming back as Spider-Man 2099 now. Obviously, he just did a quick little uh, scene, post-credit scene in the first uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but just watching them go through all the different dimensions and fighting was so cool, and I just love it. So... We're excited for that. And then last but not least, um, we have kind of a leaked, I would call it a leaked uh, photo, but it kind of isn't. I'll explain. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, the third uh, extension to the Ant-Man story is just finished wrapping a couple of weeks ago from what I recall. And, you know, when you're working on set, you have the what's it called the the costume the costume department you have the stunt department you have uh the craft services department you have all the different departments right and there was a shirt leak of the stunt team and all of them have images um on their shirts and on the stunt team shirts it happens to be ant-man and the wasp quantumania with ant-man's helmet but it's cracked like kind of how iron man's helmet uh was cracked in a lot of the promo for uh infinity war or sorry Endgame and stuff like that and on his lens of the uncracked side you can see king the conqueror's helmet and kind of his head which it's obvious we kind of knew for a while it was going to be king or at least i did i know we i've talked about it before my live streams on tiktok um especially because we're talking about the the quantum i mean quantum mania but 
it was cool to see that on that concept art from what i could tell they're really paying homage to the original uh helmet slash visor whatever you want to call it that kang wears in the comics so it looks cool uh you can see a little glimpse through that and that's pretty much it when it comes to the collectible side uh we are getting into Spider-Man. This time next week, uh, we will be seeing Spider-Man No Way Home. I do have a couple of thoughts on that. During this week, I saw a couple of interviews with William Defoe and Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx, as well as Tom Holland, Zendaya, and uh, Jacob. I'm blanking on his last name. But when they were talking, uh, there's just some things that you can tell that they just are... They are trying so hard not to spoil, and they have to tread really, really lightly. But I feel like William Defoe's uh, Green Goblin is going to kind of be more out of control in this um, movie. And not only that, I'll get back to that in a second, but what I really wanted to cover was the aspect of I think that these are not the villains necessarily from what we have seen from toby Maguire's and andrew garfield's movies and i'll explain right now so those characters are dead the ones that those actors portray that we've seen are dead but i believe that they are pulling variants from those dimensions into this world um, into our world obviously and i think what's going to happen is they're going to have different motives and different reasonings as to why they do what they do as opposed to, oh, Peter Parker did this to me. Oh, Spider-Man did this to me. Uh, we did see in a in, in a trailer, in a TV spot, that Doc Ock is getting his... Uh, it looks like an Iron Man upgrade, but he looks confused about it. We also... It's kind of known already that the uh, Green Goblin is getting a new costume and a new upgrade. And I feel like at some point in the, that dimension, before they get to... Peter, that there's going to be this kind of Green Goblin brings over this tech from Stark Tech Industries. We, I don't know. None of us really know what's going to happen, but I just feel like it's not going to be, oh, you killed me before, or, oh, this Spider-Man did this, so now I'm going to get my vengeance. I think it's a lot more to prove. And William Defoe said that in his interview. He said the Green Goblin has a lot more to prove in this, and, he's, and, and he means business, essentially. So... I think at some point Doc Ock is going to fight Green Goblin. I don't know why. It could be a who's stronger type of thing. I think Green Goblin's going to try and show that he is supreme. Um, I could be completely off. Um, another thing that we all know is Ned Leeds, um, who's played by Jacob. Uh, Ned Leeds in the comics is the Hobgoblin, and it's very possible that we could see a variant of Ned be the hobgoblin in this uh, movie we might not we it might be a, a, a post credit scene you never know but i feel like we could get something like that so that should be a lot of fun um in regards to collectibles this week pretty much it's uh amazon is really killing it in the collectibles especially the funko so there's a kate bishop um, from hawkeye amazon exclusive that is probably going to be her final look in the show I pre-ordered it the day I saw it just because, I don't know, I just love the Amazon exclusives. And maybe it's a sticker or something weird like that, but um, you can get that there. And if you are a fan of The Witcher, the new season on Netflix releases next week, and they have a year-old uh, 2021 Fall Convention Funko Pop on Amazon, as well as um, Grogu using the Force 
is an exclusive Funko off of Amazon. So go check those out. Um, normally when they release them, they get sold out within the first week or two. So I would jump on that if you can. And last but not least in the collectibles, um, if you are a fan of Halo, well, they have the Halo Master Chief replica helmet on GameStop available for pre-order. I believe it comes out January, February. I know it's the first quarter of 2022. So go and check that out. Other than that, this was a very, very quick podcast. Um, if you have any thoughts on what you think about Hawkeye, let me know. Message me on Instagram at RetroRebel underscore Cosplay or send me a comment or something on TikTok under uh, it's Retro underscore Rebel. Uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little podcast. Next week, we're going to have a lot to talk about, especially with Spider-Man coming out either the day after or the day before I do my podcast or the day after, but we are going to discuss a lot of it. So have a good one, Excelsior, and that's all, folks. Excelsior.